1: What does it come to when it takes a Conservative MP to speak more sense on issues of war and peace, of saving human life, on injustice, than not just the Conservative leadership, but the Labour leadership as well? Now, this, I'm afraid, is currently the timeline we're living in, the most hellish of all the timelines. Let's just listen now to the Conservative MP Crispin Blunt speak huge amounts of good sense. He is the former chair of the Foreign Affairs Select Committee.
0: United Kingdom government has given unequivocal support to the State of Israel, a statement repeated by the Prime Minister yesterday, and I'm uncertain that they fully understand the implications of the development of international law, whereby if you are encouraging uh, a party to uh, undertake a war crime, uh, you become uh, complicit uh, in that crime itself. And it's absolutely clear now, that what is happening in Gaza does amount to a war crime, because it is disproportionate, um, and is, it is does not uh, distinguish uh, the targets it is uh, taking out. Hence, the terrible number of children that have been killed, and what we've just heard from the uh, World Health Organization and the concerns about the uh, uh, the effect of the transfer on the hospitals. Well, but you, you will know a, you will know that they transfer, a forced transfer of 1.2 million people is an absolute crime under the laws uh, of war. You are simply not allowed to do it, Uh, as indeed is the uh, collective punishment of the people of Gaza uh, with a siege and the imposition of no food and no water and no electricity.
1: Now, this is the moral clarity which is missing from a Labour leadership which justified cutting off water and energy to a civilian population and refused to condemn other war crimes such as the forcible expulsion of a civilian population, and what does it come to when this is like coming up for air? When all he's actually doing is stating a basic legal position, as you know, it's not simply a humanitarian position, a legal, a basic legal position about how the British government should by should abide by by international law when it comes to the waging of war. Now, let's also listen to him on Good Morning Britain. Whether it was even possible to root out and demolish. Hamas. And I just wonder whether, you know, in your role Mm. as the co-director of the International Centre of Justice for Palestinians, can there be an unintended consequence here, which is that um, the opposite happens? That actually support... Does support for Hamas Mm. actually consolidate or grow in an attempt to obliterate them?
0: And we don't know. And we don't know which way that is going to go. All we do know is that uh, after the operation on Saturday, it should have been pretty clear how shameful and shocking that was to almost every uh, person, certainly all Palestinians, I would have thought, that this had been done in their name and so what was going to be their attitude towards the authors of it. If there is immediately a massive, disproportionate, criminal response to that and mass slaughter of Palestinians uh, by the Israelis as a response, uh, which way do you think uh, Palestinian opinion might jump? And that's where we need to take uh, last Saturday's appalling events and put them into the context of what has happened to the Palestinian people over 100 years. And we need to understand the history and the background to this. All right.
1: Now, of course, it's obviously true that the Palestinian people have repeatedly been driven into the arms um, of Hamas by the treatment imposed on the Palestinian people. The Palestinian Liberation Organization, the secular movement, led, of course, by Yasser Arafat, abandoned the armed struggle in 1993 and pursued a policy of non-violence. And what did they end up showing for it? Now, when Palestinians sought peaceful struggle, they were often attacked and killed. I'll give you an example, the Great March of Return, a series of demonstrations held on each Friday in the Gaza Strip years ago, protesting the siege against Gaza and demanding the right of refugees to return. 223 Palestinians were shot dead by Israeli forces. Now, there's also a history of the Israeli state promoting Hamas and its predecessors to undermine the Palestinian resistance. Don't take my word for it. Listen, for a start, to uh, The Telegraph, which says, um, for years, Uh, The various governments led by Benjamin Netanyahu took an approach that divided power between the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, bringing Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas to his knees while making moves that propped up the Hamas terror group. Um, This is them quoting the Times of Israel. The idea was to prevent Abbas or anyone else in the Palestinian Authority's West Bank from uh, advancing towards the establishment of a Palestinian state. Um, They also carry on saying... That Netanyahu had pursued, they're creating Harrod, a leading Israeli newspaper, um, had pursued a positive diplomatic paralysis in order to avoid negotiations with the Palestinians over a two state solution, a solution despised by the country's extreme right. And this flawed strategy turned Hamas from a minor terrorist group into an efficient, lethal army with, uh, with bloodthirsty killers who mercilessly slaughtered innocent um, Israeli civilians. And indeed, Harrod suggested that Netanyahu himself told the Israeli cabinet that the way to stop Palestine, Palestinian statehood was to bolster Hamas. Now, as well as the massacres Palestinians have suffered, apartheid settlement. There's lots of reasons, of course, why people Palestinians were driven into the harms of Hamas. But of course, these war crimes should be opposed regardless of the effect on Palestinian uh, opinion. Now, Chris Blunt is correct that our government. Is directly complicit alongside invaluable uh, diplomatic cover. Britain has licensed at least £442 million worth of arms to Israel since 2015, while our chief ally, the US, provides more than $3 billion in military assistance each year. As he rightly says, the fact of being complicit makes you equally guilty to the party carrying out the crime. So that's when people say to us, Why aren't you marching against Hamas? Hamas's atrocity was roundly condemned, including by our own rulers, in the strongest possible terms. They're not being armed and backed by us. So when you see the likes of David Frost, for example, who's a very right-wing conservative lord, um, people may remember him from Brexit, he says, "Um, I know the Conservative Party is a very broad church nowadays, but a Tory MP threatening to prosecute the PM and Foreign Secretary for war crimes surely crosses some uh, sort of threshold, doesn't it? Well, I think the threshold which is actually being breached here is the support of the British government for war crimes. That's the point. These are our allies. And yes, actually, we should go further. We should go further because of what happened, of course, in the likes of Iraq, which the UN Secretary General at the time, Kofi Annan, said was against international law, which makes it, of course a war crime as well as the horrors that were unleashed on Iraq, Uh, for example white phosphorus used by the United States, that's illegal when used against the civilian uh, population, widespread reports of civilians being tortured and murdered in egregious ways uh, by the occupying uh, forces uh, as well as what happened in Afghanistan. Um, But also, I mean we should go further, our support for Saudi Arabia um, as it pummels Yemen with British arms and US arms and I've been to a Yemeni refugee camp, seen the, the consequences of that slaughter, which includes Saudi bombs being dropped on school buses and murdering huge numbers of children. And, you know, the point is they get away with this over and over again because they're not held to account. And that's why it's so important that Crispin Blunt speaks out like this. It's also striking that a team of international or oh, sorry, a, a a large number of scholars and experts on international law have written a letter to the Labour leadership asking if they are endorsing war crimes. What does it come to when, it, when leading international law legal scholars are forced to write to the Labour leadership to ask them if they're abiding by international law and opposing war crimes? It's so important that we have, you know, a Conservative MP in this particular case speaking out because it, any pressure that is brought to bear on a government such as our own supporting war crimes is a matter of life and death. So, let's hear far more from the likes of Crispin Blunt and let it spur on and encourage other MPs to speak out about what's happening. Please like subscribe, we'll have many more videos to come in the days ahead during this crisis and including lots of interviews uh, keep the show on the road at patreon.com I'll see you in a bit This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay You'll know real when you get it